0: The way that we were able to do this was we wrote the ordinance to fully comply with the jurisprudence that was put in place by Roe and Casey, uh, which are the two seminal cases for abortion.
1: Fear not, dear listener. The path to enlightenment is before you. Leave the darkness behind. Open your eyes. Grab your spears. And rush your tea. For you will be led to the battlefield, armed with sharp minds and fresh breath. Stand by. We do not kneel and we do not apologize. Kick and scream all you want. Your world currency is no good here. You're about to be cancelled out. Welcome to the show where it's okay if you disagree with us. We can't force you to be right. One small part of a larger movement for freedom, pressured into silence by a culture that seeks nothing less than total obedience. Your hosts, Scott and Max, are here to help you to find the courage and resources to become uncancelable. This is Cancelled Out. Today on our canceled conversations, we've got Lebanon City Councilman Adam Matthews. Now you may have heard that Lebanon has instituted a citywide abortion ban, and they're not the only city in the nation to do this. They're the only city currently in Ohio, and the first to do so. And they're joining cities in Texas and Nebraska in this venture. We talk with Adam about what it's like to be a city councilman, and how to get involved, and then the abortion ban and challenges that they've faced in trying to get this done, and also a little bit of drama with the Lebanon City Council and the fallout of passing this bill. Hope you enjoy it. I know we really, really loved sitting and talking with Adam, and hope to do so again soon. Here's the canceled conversation for the week.
2: We are here with uh, our uh, guest, Adam Matthews. Adam Matthews is a city councilman from Lebanon. And the reason why we are talking to him today is because Lebanon recently banned abortion uh, and is the first city in Ohio to do so. What? Which, yeah, is awesome. Um, right. it's, it's, it, it's really, and this was really, so here's what's funny too. Uh, I saw this uh, on the Enquirer. Yeah. I didn't even know this was coming. <laughs> Um, and I read it, it happened in Lebanon. And I go, I think I know somebody who knows somebody <laughs> who's a city councilman. Uh, and actually, uh, uh, Adam's wife uh, 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 and I go way back to high school. <laughs> Um, so I messaged her on Facebook and I said, Hey, uh, do you think Adam would be willing to come on the show? And she said, absolutely. Before she probably even talked to you. So you, you probably got signed up for this before, before we even agreed to it. But Adam, thank you for coming on. It's really yeah. awesome to talk to you.
0: It's an honor to be on and she is my guide, my rock and apparently my booking agent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sure. Yeah. And whenever I need you to do something, I'm just going to go to her from here on out. Uh, but Adam, thank you so much for coming on. It's really awesome. This is uh, I'm, I've been looking forward to this discussion uh, about this because I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really realize that you could just ban abortion. Oh, yeah. Um, honestly, and apparently, I guess there's like five or six cities in Texas that have already done so. Um, now, you know, go ahead, Adam.
0: It's already, uh, today was, there was another one added in Texas. So we're now a group of 30 cities that have banned abortion in our city limits. Wow. Texas has the lion's share of those. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nebraska has a few. We're the first one, you know, outside of, uh, SEC country. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, So it's. It's really exciting, and we're happy th- to know that there's other municipalities around Ohio that have already reached out to see how we did this.
2: Yeah, awesome. yeah, and we're definitely gonna get into that. Uh, before we do, Adam, let's let's start by introducing you a little bit. Uh, sure. Tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, your background, uh, and how you got onto uh, uh, city council in other.
0: Great, so I went to grade school in Mason. I grew up around there. And then went away to college for engineering. I worked for Procter & Gamble for a little bit. And then the Navy Nuclear Propulsion Program uh, as a civilian, but was doing research and development for that.
2: Oh, no Um, kidding.
0: I was a drop nuke in the
2: Navy. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, I was. When I went, actually, that's uh, funny. I I don't know a whole lot of people know this yet. We don't talk about it so much on the show. Right. But Scott and I actually both met in the Navy. We were on the same boat. Uh, He's from the Loveland Mason area. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I, I and I went to Anderson, um, and uh, I actually originally started in the nuclear propulsion program and <laughs> yeah. didn't make it because I wasn't smart enough. <laughs> uh, ended up being a torpedo man on a submarine. So that's that's I didn't know that connection there. That's kind of interesting. That sorry, that is awesome. Out, I didn't know that connection. there. That's right. <laughs> uh,
0: well, uh, you were you were more honorable because I was just in there in the civilian doing the nerd stuff, and it well, was it was fun. There's honorable and there's smart and everybody has their role to play, right? (laughs) (laughs) So after that, I went back to law school uh, at at Notre Dame, came back, wanted to stay in uh, Southwest Ohio, uh, Mason, Lebanon area, and worked big law for a while and continued to do intellectual property. So that's patents, copyrights, trademarks, those types of things. I live in Lebanon, uh, with my wife and now four kids, seven, six, two, and three months. Yeah. Congratulations,
2: by the way. Yeah. Uh, I know you just had one a few months ago. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's great.
0: Awesome. Uh, uh, he's the best one right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For however uh, long that'll last. <laughs> right. <laughs> and otherwise I'm quite involved in a lot of things. Even before politics, I coach, uh, my two big ones in rec soccer, we had a pizza party this week for that. Uh, I used to coach junior high football uh, for St. Susanna uh, before baby number three. I'm involved with uh, Elizabeth New Life Center. Uh, the five budget were the largest network of pro-life women's centers in the country. And I'm the board chair for that. And then do a few other things on the side as well um, uh, with the Federalist Society and a few others. Uh, just trying to move the needle where we can locally. Uh, I got involved with city council on a tax issue. Uh, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, we Lebanon had always had full reciprocity for its income tax, uh, where if you lived in Lebanon, and worked in Lebanon, it was a 1% income tax. But if you lived and worked in Cincinnati, which has over 2%, Dayton, which has over 2%, you would get that income tax back. And okay. the city council uh, at the time, the Lebanon city council, the Lebanon city yep. council at the time was looking at their budget and saying, Hey, if we want the roads that we expect, we're going to have to change this. We're going to have to have to increase our income tax or something the the money was not balancing for that and that's fine but they decided to go to the people and ask them do you want to improve the roads or increase the income tax and the people overwhelmingly said do not raise the income tax Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh the city council saw that and then once the election was over they realized they couldn't increase the income tax without uh a referendum but they could remove the reciprocity and so after getting the pulse of the voters they removed the reciprocity and
2: without even asking the voters it sounds like huh about that aspect of it
0: and so that it's kind of sneaky it was i i don't want to impugn the people sure uh honestly if they would have done that first and said this is what we're going to do i could have seen that you make you're a leader you make tough decisions yeah but
2: a little transparency
0: would be nice, right? A little transparency, and also when it was so close to what was already a referendum vote on a very substantially similar question,
2: yeah,
0: right. Uh, that struck me the wrong way. So that's what drove me to get in, to be able to provide that accountability uh, for the taxes uh, on that. And we ran, first time I ran, we won, uh, and it's, it's been great ever since. So what I, I know we're going to get in some more details about uh, the the uh,
2: specific band, but I just want to I'm just interested in you getting involved because people wonder how they can get involved, and uh, it's it it almost seems like a daunting task to run for office, um, but you seem like somebody who said hell I can do this and you just went and did it. So tell us a little bit about what that was like.
0: Sure, and if anyone's listening to this podcast and wants tips and advice wants to connect wants to bounce ideas on yard signs websites any or how to door knock all that type of stuff please feel free to contact me uh my i'm on facebook at vote matthews my website is www.adammatthews with one t if you put two t's it's the cheesecake people uh, <laughs> good to know yeah and Uh, But more than happy to help with whatever, uh, especially for people that are more community-minded, liberty-minded on that. Mm -hmm. And the way I first got involved even before running straight for council is I became a precinct chair uh, within the local Republican Party. Mm -hmm. And that is a, you know, Lebanon is a small town of 20,000 people, and it still somehow slices it up into 14 different oh, wow sections there for okay. that small of uh, the precinct chair level so yep. it, you're, you're in the neighborhood of 70 to 150 votes and that is very doable as an entry-level way to get involved sure sure um
2: I, I'll, I, I i just want to point out here uh so a precinct chair i think uh correct me if i'm wrong is similar to uh in Hamilton county or in uh cincinnati what we call the precinct executive is that correct yes because they, they, they go by hey, different somewhere. names in different uh, localities. I'm actually uh, uh, up for precinct executive in, uh, in my precinct. Uh, I'm just waiting for them to, they're just really slow to act. But uh, I'm waiting for them to just say, hey, yeah, go ahead. You're good. You're appointed because um, no one else is uh, willing to fill the seat. And, and that's an interesting point to bring up because the precinct executive, or in your case, the precinct, precinct chair, is uh, oftentimes up for grabs. Um, Correct. if you're, if you, if, if there's no one there to do the job and you're willing to do it, if you just show up and do the work, I mean, you can, you can actually make a difference and make some things happen. So, uh, so you decided you were just going to, did you have to run against anybody or did you just pretty much take the seat?
0: I did. I ran against somebody that had been there and I, I beat her. Okay. I, I felt a little bit about bad about it. Uh, I reached out to her afterwards and we actually became little pen pals for a few months so that was that was nice and she even though she lost she was then appointed to some of the other positions within the warren county gop so we still are able to work together no hard feelings uh i i didn't know who she was when i went to beat her and yeah so uh and after that i continue to help out with the party and i'm the county uh not the county treasurer the party treasurer um for the warren county party and involved there as well Um, but then to get rolling on council the getting signatures is not difficult uh and if getting the required signatures whether it's 50 or 100 or 150 Mm -hmm. if that is daunting to you then you may want to revisit whether you want to put your name on a ballot yep Yep. Uh, there has to be a type of mentality that's willing to put your name out on the yard sign uh, and everything that comes with it. That's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. Uh,
2: the type of, the type of person who might put their name on a podcast or something. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> yeah. so. It does take a type to, to, to put yourself out there like that for sure. Right. Uh, because you're, when you do that, you're inviting criticism, you're inviting uh, all kinds of things. Um, and it, it, and it's, it can be, um, it can be kind of scary if nothing else, right?
0: It is uh, at, at, at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to remember that if, if you don't have any enemies, that means you haven't stood for anything yet. That's yep, true. That's the way and it's And to always know why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, it's For me, it's really nice knowing I have a good, fulfilling life in and outside of this. Uh, if I lose an election, if I run for something bigger and lose that, if something happens and i mess up my paperwork i am more than happy to be doing all the other things in my life yeah um, right so
2: yeah and i think that's what you want in a politician is somebody who has something other than politics in their life right to, uh to hang their hat on yeah uh and family certainly uh is a big part of that i'm sure uh for you right um, so so you, so you ran, so then you, 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 got your precinct executive position, uh, yep. you, you got involved, you did the work, you ended up running for city council. Tell, tell us what that was
0: like. Sure. So Lebanon has a nonpartisan field race, uh, top X number of vote getters become council members.
2: So that's the so, same as Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the top, uh, Cincinnati council is the same way, right? They, they, the top number of vote getters, no matter Uh, the party gets
0: the seats, right? You're not going for a specific seat. You're just going. Correct. And then our uh, mayor is just the chairman of the board selected from the council members. Uh, It's not in our charter, but traditionally what it's been is the most senior top vote getter is the mayor and the junior top vote getter because we have staggered half half is one set of elections and the others the other half so the
2: council uh, selects your mayor in lebanon
0: correct okay i see i didn't know that okay. mm-hmm. uh, Yep. and then the junior top vote getter is the vice mayor and that's not in the charter but tradition holds and it it works pretty well yeah okay. and how many council members are there in lebanon currently there's six normally there's seven right. uh, <laughs> which we'll get to yeah and it, so this upcoming year, uh, there will be four of those seats up for re-election or election at all. And are you then, one of them? I am not. I okay. was up in 2019. That's right. And that, that was when three were there. And in their four-year terms. Uh they're a little different from Cincinnati in that you you're all declared nonpartisan. If you want to make it a big deal what party you're affiliated with, that's up to you. Uh, most conservatives do. Uh, because they know where they live. Yep. Right. Uh, and it, it was really great. Did a lot of things. Uh, I did a board game fundraiser. I make it a point that all of my events, all of my fundraisers are family friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want society to be welcoming to families. Yeah. Uh, it is difficult to have that expectation to always have babysitters, to have to split things up. Right. And so... I, I, that's
2: actually something I've learned uh, getting involved in uh, uh, the Republican Party on the East side is that you really need to make it family friendly, which is tricky for, for, for me anyway, because our podcast isn't particularly family friendly.
0: Um, oh, there, there's, there's times and places for, for non-family friendly. Some of my right, favorite podcasts right, yeah. are decidedly not. They are right. just for when I'm cutting the grass. Yep. That <laughs> <is>. yep,
2: yep. <laughs> I warned your wife of that too. I was like, she was like, I want to hear about the whole stuff going on in uh, Forest Hills. I'm like, all right, well make sure the kids aren't right. yeah. <laughs> But anyway, neither here nor there. Um so you so so then uh you, you got involved in that and then you, you ran, you won and what was what, what did you run on? What was your uh what was your platform?
0: So I ran reaching out to everyone uh since it was a nonpartisan race. I highlight the first set of doors I door knocked were the the Democratic voters that voted uh, in the in city council elections regularly, and I highlighted this is the work I've done as a member on the Parks and Rec board. This is the work I've done as a member of uh, the this nonprofit that works on restoring and protecting historic downtown Lebanon and the merchants there. Uh, This is the work I've done with uh, the the schools to help with that. Uh, This is the lecture series that I put together at the uh, African-American Chamber of Commerce down in greater Cincinnati Mm -hmm. and said, these are the types of things, this is a type of civic involvement and engagement that we should have in Lebanon. And I took a similar message to the more conservative voters adding in, this is what I've done to run fundraisers, run events within the Republican Party. Uh, I talked about how I had the legal chops. Uh, I had went up to Columbus already to testify in favor of the heartbeat bill. And all credit to Attorney General Yost. He is wonderful. And I'm not saying he stole my work. Um, I'm very <laughs> clear about that. But he is, I, it makes me feel good that he's using the same citations that I did. So that means I probably got it right. Um, And so talking about those types of things and saying, and and as well as the the tax issue, the accountability issue and really making that uh, work. And it helped that there were open seats uh, so that I'm not really trying to knock any one person off that I am looking to get myself on and however the other seats fall they they fall yeah Uh, i i really appreciated the incentive structure of the field race to not go negative we didn't go negative at all um and just we ran our race and ended up winning it and it was a lot of ground game a few mailers and also just getting involved i worked the beer booth at the uh, oktoberfest worked some of the other events at, uh, the blues festival and just around town. You, if you want to be a civil servant, you have to serve.
2: Yeah, Yeah. that's, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great, you got to get out and talk to those people. You got to talk to the small businesses. You got to get out to the events, uh, and get, I mean, and that's the, that's the interesting thing about local politics is you really can get to know the people that you're serving, um, as opposed to, uh, national politics where, uh, that there's a huge disconnect. There's a huge disconnect and, um, they don't have the same impact nor the same interest in serving you, uh, in your specific locality that they supposedly represent. Um, but when you are focused on the local politics, you, you can actually get to know the person who you send to do the work to represent you. You can, I mean, you can know them by name. They can know you, but you can shake their hands. That's something that you can't get out of national politics. with local politics you can actually get to know that person um you know and i mean and 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 that that
0: actually makes a difference because it puts a face to the people that you serve it does and it it continuously puts in front of you the why you're doing what you're doing
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah so uh
2: so you get on the city council uh, we're going to get to the abortion bill for sure but uh uh let's let's i just want to set the stage here Uh, What has it been like serving on city council? What kind of work have you been doing?
0: I mean, it's been great. One of the things that we've been doing has been uh, promoting uh, some of our new master plans. uh, And it's been great because before I was working with an organization that was pushing for a a DORA. And we've had one uh, approved when I got on and we're expanding it, hopefully expanding it tomorrow night. Uh, We have public comment on that. That's the uh,
2: designated outdoor
0: recreation area. Yeah, we just had it for a while, and it it was wonderful. A a godsend for... COVID times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We were talking we, about
2: that as it relates to Cincinnati, because they just did one a couple months ago. We uh, just passed theirs a, a week or so week or ago. So, ago yeah. so yeah, that's uh, and that's a huge uh, burden lifted off of some of these uh, small businesses, particularly these bars and, and, and uh,
0: uh, s- server class is it's yeah. just, yeah, yep. it's, it's huge. So absolutely. So we've done a lot of the small, small stuff that I find really exciting. Uh, I like, you know, deciding how to sell an old fire station uh, to either how is it gonna be an office park? It's gonna be a restaurant? Is it gonna be, what's it gonna be? And then helping design the new one uh, as we move and transition from a part-time to a fully full-time uh, fire department. Uh, and those types of zoning and planning and those, it's really neat to see the behind the scenes of everything that happens and the work that goes into it i think a really healthy way uh, i was taught to look at how government really should be is like a gardener Uh, Mm. you recognize so many things are outside of your control and as such you should really have a type of humility when you intercede but there are ways that you can help direct what you want to eventually be there. That's an interesting perspective. I haven't thought about it that way. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um and knowing that as the gardener, you can do a lot of harm and things may not come back. Mm-hmm. If you have a really nice grass in your backyard and you know you leave a inflatable pool on it for too long, mm-hmm. it kills the grass and it doesn't come back just by taking the irritant away. And the same thing is whenever you have government step in, there's a there's a risk that you it will not come back if you've messed it up. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. uh, Yeah, so that's all been really, really interesting and why I got into it uh, and working on those budgets, making sure they're balanced and being there for our our taxpayers, for our citizens and helping to build the type of community that people come to Lebanon for. Uh, We are something special. We have a nice vibrant downtown we are of course a suburb but there are people here that there's everything you need and if you don't need there's people that don't need to leave town for months on end Just you're good here yeah. uh which is is great uh this last year though, so, and speaking with our, our mayor and others that have been for a while this has been a crazy year i did not expect to be dealing with a plague uh <laughs> i not i um, don't know how many people were uh but we were able to work really well together on
2: that i suspect there were a few people who were expecting to deal with the plague but that's neither here nor there <laughs> neither here nor
0: there there may and uh some of them may have been in positions to, to help and but that's fine yep, yep, um, yep, yep i was i was not one of them and uh i can only deal with what i can yep and but we were able to uh working together to the best of my knowledge we were the fastest municipality uh definitely in warren county probably in the state on getting f- funds to our small businesses uh we uh we have a fund that is x number of dollars that is normally for uh keeping businesses in town uh that Uh, We we work to get grants. We work to get to other things. And this money is for businesses that are already existing within Lebanon but want to expand, want to renovate, and they're looking to move because it'll be cheaper or easier to move out to do that. And uh, this this type of money, we work with the chamber, we work with Main Street, we work with some other entities to kind of vet these projects and help provide support for that. Uh, I had the idea... No one's going to be renovating or uh, enlarging in this next year. So why don't we take that fund that's already been allocated so it's to no extra taxpayer dollars and get it to the people that we need to survive. Mm -hmm. And with that, uh, through November, we lost one business and it was the the coffee shop in the YMCA. So we did all right on that. Uh, And we also throughout the whole summer of 2020 had our, created a pedestrian plaza for people to eat outdoors and enjoy. And the director of the chamber of commerce said, there's tons of many businesses that would not have survived without for that. And so those types of local small things that know your, know your communities and know how to react. Uh, I'm always hesitant on government spending, but when it's so local yeah. that it can be incredibly accountable and transparent. Right. And again, you know
2: the people. Like, right,
0: and it, it, you know the people and you know what value there is for that. Uh, right. it, there, that does decrease some of the moral hazard of just right. money going out the door. And at the same time, we weren't the ones that were shutting down these businesses. We weren't the ones that were infringing on these rights. But the analogy to eminent domain made sense to me, mm. where if if the government comes and takes your house to build a highway for the for the quote for the quote unquote common good on that, you get paid. Yeah, you get something out of it. You get something out of it. Yeah, but this summer people's restaurants, people's shops just got shut down and they got nothing out of it and they got nothing. Yeah. Um, and so while it technically wasn't our duty to do that, we were in a position to help.
2: Yeah.
0: And we did it at no extra taxpayer expense. Uh, we, the shutting down the streets uh, to make a pedestrian plaza. We've had businesses step up and sponsor the tables and chairs. Uh, and it, it was a great way to show again government can set the table but the community is the one that comes and helps solve the problems yeah right
2: yeah it's funny we were just we were
0: just talking yeah. about how the community is yep. <laughs> except in a,
2: in a more trolley fashion but are, <laughs> are able to uh, we were so we were just talking uh, about uh, I don't know if you followed the uh, AOC story where she was talking about how her grandmother yeah, yeah she uh, she was in, incapable of uh, handling the uh, roof that was caving in on her because of trump apparently according to aoc and then all these conservatives uh uh got together and raised all the money that they needed to more than the money they needed probably in order to fix their situation yeah you know, rejected of course but it's interesting to to point out how the community is able to uh, collaborate and work together in order to solve problems um, and especially when you—and that was in a situation where they didn't even know this person—in a situation right. where you know your neighbors, you know your council members, you know the people that are involved. Of course, you have a stake in that, right? Because you—you you want them to prosper. Because if they prosper, you have a better chance of prospering. And I hope this really demonstrates for uh, for our listeners uh, why it's so important to get local. And this is why we are doing this show. Yep. Um, because getting local—I mean. Uh, uh, and Adam, you've touched on this, the things that the state government and the federal government has done to uh, stifle the economy, stifle small business uh, uh, at the expense of, of, of people's living, at the expense of people's uh, uh, way of life, um, and, and the ability of a local government to step up and fill in the blanks, so to speak, where the, uh, where the state just, they can't. I mean, even if they wanted to, they don't have the, the care, the, uh, the intuition, the know your neighbor um, um, mentality that a local municipality, government, township, uh, city is going to have. And because you get local, you can see how they can make up for the damage that, a, that the Ohio government has caused, the Ohio state government that DeWine, in my opinion, has caused. Um, you can see how a local government can step in and, and at least uh, uh, assuage some of that uh, destruction, you know, ha- alleviate some of that destruction that has happened as a result of these vast, big policies that these bigger governments will impose upon the individual. And a local government has the ability to know the individual and find ways to, again, alleviate those issues. The next, next thing we're, we're, we're definitely going to get into the abortion thing. I'm not trying to bury the lead here, but I'm just going to ask one other thing about uh, what it's like been, uh, working as a public servant. How do you, how have you balanced being a public servant with your
0: family life, with your work life? How, what does that look like for you? Part of it is having a, a wonderful understanding wife, uh, who can really keep everything going, mm-hmm. uh, and knowing why you're doing the things you're doing there's always going to be asks on your time there, there's so many ribbon cuttings and civic clubs and things that could help or and then you also have to work like the lebanon city council is super part-time it's a meeting a week uh, and then however many emails however much more of it you want to make of it. But I still have my full-time job and still do everything else in the community. And being intentional with your time and involving your family within it is really the only way I've seen to keep it healthy. Uh, My bigger kids really enjoyed door knocking with me. They called it a political trick-or-treat. (laughs) <laughs> um, and you get any candy though it. They, and they did well and yeah <laughs> uh, they were actually the best i walked with many uh, other volunteers and many other friends uh that i am deeply indebted to but my kids were wonderful mm-hmm. because no matter how much the person wants to continue to talk with me it's really hard to say well why my daughter is now running down the street and I need to get to the next house. Thank you very much.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> so you played that
0: game. Clever. <laughs> now, uh, That's though, though the oldest now I think would be the opposite and yeah. I would have to pull her away from the citizen. Uh, sure. She's uh, even more in love with the town than I am. and That's the. Cool. But being able to turn it off is a skill I can still get better at Mm-hmm. Uh, I really do try to turn my phone off on Sundays and just be present mm-hmm. for that and make, make it all happen by when I'm home, I'm home when I'm at work, I'm at work and yeah. uh, also budgeting time whenever I go to any festival or even the grocery store that it's probably going to take 20% longer because I'm going to run into somebody.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and, and you've, you've already touched on it, but there's gotta be a world outside of politics. Right. Uh, and I'll be honest, that's something I'm still trying to figure out. Cause I, I, well, I'll just, I'm, I have no intention of ever running for office. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I probably have too many skeletons <laughs> in the closet anyway to be able to, but either way um, just the involvement that I've been doing uh, you do have to learn where you got to turn it off. Right. You, do, you do. You have to turn off the politics uh, in your personal life. And this is actually a good thing for people to, and it's something I've had to learn um, just in general, because people, they get involved. Uh, most of the involvement you see people uh, get into is online uh, in their posting and their sharing and all that kind of stuff. And, and it almost seems like Politics is everybody's life. It probably seems like to that seems like that to people with me, and I, I try to have other things in in my world that I get into. I'm, I'm big into cooking. I'm big into hobbies. I'm big into uh, gardening. I'm big like I try to you know my friendships, my my the things that I do outside of politics and outside of the show, and outside of Chronicles, all the work that I do. I I probably don't separate it enough, but I at least try to have something else, and. I'm just I'm not trying to put words in your mouth but it just kind of sounds like that's what you're saying on top of which you also have your family that uh, that helps with that you have something else besides the politics that balance everything out and if you don't have that um, you it, I argue that
0: you can get kind of lost in it absolutely and before I got involved I made hard bright line rules of things I would not do of uh, of positions I would not take no matter what of people I was gladly willing not to work to get their votes um, if they if they came up and by way of example I made it a point of just not bringing politics anywhere when I was going in to church for 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 Sunday service and Sunday mass I I, I know other people did but I wouldn't bring my petition for counsel there to get signatures. I, I don't bring things up there. That is not the purpose of, of going to church. Uh, and you subjugate the politics to below that. And by having those rules already there to be able to live, uh, because our actions display our, our code, that helps me remember that the proper place of politics within my life, that Yeah, It is enjoyable. I believe what I'm doing is helping people. I believe what I'm doing is helping my family become who we're supposed to be. But it's not the ultimate end for what we're doing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah,
2: politics serves the uh, way of life, but it isn't a way of life. Right. Okay, guys, I know you've been waiting for it. We're, We're 37 minutes into this discussion. We haven't, we've hardly touched on it at all, but let's get into... Finally. <laughs> Sorry, but I was fascinated by, it, and I think it's good for people to know yeah. uh, uh, what it's like getting sure. involved locally. I think that's the reason, I mean, uh, I mean, we could talk about, we could talk about the abortion uh, ban uh, probably for more than an hour, really. Yeah. Um, and it would be fascinating stuff. And it'd be very interesting and it'd be very informative and all that. Um, but understanding everything that, that kind of provides the foundation for being able to even, uh, uh past something like this in 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 Ohio right. uh is I, I think it's important. I think people yeah, should sure. really understand that and under and, and understand what it takes for them to get involved. It doesn't mean they've got to go run for city council, but uh but knowing that there's somebody there that they can support who can run for city council or trustee or school board or any of that stuff. So that's why I wanted to make sure that we spent a good chunk of time on that. We looks like we spent more than I intended to, but we are going to get into it. So let's talk about how. Uh, this abortion bill, uh, anti-abortion bill, ended up passing. How did you end up banning abortion in Lebanon?
0: Great. So we looked at a model that's been used dozens of times. uh, And the first dozen in Texas were challenged by the ACLU. All of those cases were withdrawn uh, and the cities won to the point that the ACLU did not even challenge the second dozen in Texas. The way that we were able to do this was we wrote the ordinance to fully comply with the jurisprudence that's put in place by Roe and Casey, uh, which are the two seminal cases uh, for abortion. Roe is a woman, uh, that the state has to balance against the the mother's desire for an abortion against a viability test. And Casey is the state may not provide any undue burden on a woman trying to procure an abortion. And the legal framework for ours is Lebanon's status quo a month ago was there were no abortion clinics. And so that was totally constitutional because it it was reality and by keeping abortion clinics from coming to lebanon there is zero change in access and therefore there cannot be any increased burden and so therefore it's not an undue burden and therefore it's constitutional Mm -hmm. so that was the legal framework that made sense it's also a uh, standing type of issue where there's not a harm on that, and we did specifically write in the ordinance that nothing in this ban can be used to punish uh, or criminalize the mother in the situation.
2: okay, so uh, clarify that for me if you don't mind because I, I do remember reading in the article when we when we saw this that there was some kind of jail time and or fine involved in what would happen if abortion does take right. So
0: there there's it's 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 small um a small misdemeanor level uh penalty for the provider. The doctor. The doctor. Gotcha. Uh, That's what I thought. I just want to make sure I was clear on that. Correct. And also it is for anyone that would assist uh in the procedure but all of those procedures have to be within the city limits. Uh, There was some mis- information out there saying if you drove a resident of lebanon outside the city to say kettering or cincinnati where the abortion clinics are that that would be banned we don't have that capability don't have the jurisdiction there we do not have that jurisdiction but we do have the jurisdiction and this is probably where the confusion came from that if there's a clinic within the city limits which under this ordinance would be illegal driving someone to it would also be illegal. Yeah. But that, that I believe is where the confusion came from because that's aiding and abetting a hypothetical criminal non-existent clinic. Right. So, but that was just covering every eventuality for that. So
2: this was all about, it seems to me, anticipating the constitutional arguments for this ban. Right. Right. Which is not the case in every locality, right? Because if there is, let's just put it this way, if there was even one Planned Parenthood in Lebanon, then that would have made it even more difficult for you to use the argument of undue burden, correct?
0: Correct. And it would also have been potentially a government taking by kicking out a business that's currently existing. Uh, It would provide an injured party to have standing for suit and that's why we did it now. So it seems like
2: uh, any any locality that currently does not have an abortion clinic uh, could pass an, a ban like this and at least keep the, um, for lack of a better term, uh,
0: uh, plague from spreading. Is that a fair way? That to is it totally it? correct. Um, that is pretty- totally correct. And we we stand and say yes this is legal we don't have the authority to challenge it from where we are in this municipality but it will not go through us
2: which brings to uh brings up the uh the arguments that i have seen uh about or the the criticism that i have seen about what uh has been uh, about the ban in lebanon uh one of the main ones being that you didn't actually do anything because there were no abortion clinics in lebanon Um, So you didn't
0: stop any abortions from actually happening. Uh, How do you respond to that? So while there aren't any occurring within Lebanon, we do have President Biden's statements that he wants abortion access in every single zip code. And as the caretakers of our zip codes, that does seem like uh, we are standing athwart that challenge. And we are centered between the two clinics and two locales of Southwest Ohio. We have been informed and heard of a lot of our drug task force intersecting uh, drugs being moved between Dayton and Cincinnati. And it would stand to reason that if there were to be another clinic that could come that would service both Cincinnati and Dayton, Lebanon would be one place that that could work.
2: And and to think that 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 um, Planned Parenthood isn't interested in expanding their markets. I mean, like you just said, they're a business. I mean, that's what they do. They're in the business of abortion. Um, you can say that they're in the business of pap smears and all that other nonsense, you know, whatever. And I'll grant it, but it doesn't matter. They're also in the business of abortion. And to claim that
0: they're not interested in expanding their markets would just be ridiculous. Correct. And, and the Planned Parenthood came in from out of the c- city to fight this. And if we aren't doing anything, why would they fight so hard against it? Man, right. Hey, there you go. That's a great point. Yeah. a great point. Yeah. So, um, let me ask you this,
2: uh, what challenge you just mentioned it. Um, the p- Planned Parenthood came in to challenge this. What, what
0: kind of challenges did you face in trying to pass this? We had a four hour long meeting of public comment, uh, where people came and there was a small protest of probably less than a dozen people uh, against it outside. Uh, there were definitely more people in the library gazebo prayerfully supporting and even more more people just in the tavern down the street going about their days. Yeah. Uh, it, but within the chambers we had uh, people testify 41 were in favor about a dozen were opposed and in favor of the ban yes in favor of the ban uh, and, and about a dozen were opposed and if you are involved in local politics that's phenomenal to have so many people there present in favor of whatever council is doing yeah. most of the time the only public comment you get back is people opposed to whatever council is doing even if it's generally popular yeah, we kind of saw that with
2: uh, the Forest Hills yeah. uh, uh, care pro- not program, sorry, but whatever you want to call it, the care team, yeah. uh, other, otherwise known as uh, CRT, CRT light, so yeah. uh, uh, critical race theory. For those of you who, aren't, who haven't been following, so um, yeah, uh, it's it that when you're when you're opposed to something, it's very easy to
0: get people uh, worked up. Yeah. for like right. a term, and uh, it's-
2: so that's a that, yeah, that's interesting.
0: Right. If you're in support of it, you as- and you hear council is going to do it, then why do you need to go? Because they're planning on doing it. So it was really encouraging to have so many people there in support and knowing that the- our citizens support it as well. And yeah, but no one of the people is time. right. It-, it is much more comfortable to be doing the right thing with people agreeing with you than it is when it's only one or the other. So. Right. So uh, how did this get introduced? So it was introduced a, and this is for your listeners, a young gentleman, uh, 19 years old, uh, reached out to one of our council members, uh, Councilmember Doug Shope, uh, with this, this idea. And he had heard about it going on down in Texas and said, why, why not us? And uh, Councilman Shope, reached out to me first uh, on council as the attorney, as another man of faith mm-hmm. and said, does this make sense politically, prudentially, as well as legally. And looked, what's his full name? Just just for our listeners sake. Uh, Doug Shope. Yeah,
1: Doug Shope. Okay.
2: Fellow
0: yep. councilman for, for 11 years. Yep. A great guy. And uh, he reached out to me <laughs> and I, took my legal eye on it, took my political eye on it, making sure, you know, if you do something, there can be pushback, there can be uh, better timing for things, but this seemed to be right and just, and we moved forward with it, and after that, we were off to the races. Do you
2: think that this perhaps might have opened the floodgates in Ohio as far as uh, this kind of uh, political activity in other localities where uh, the environment is similar? Obviously not where there's already, you know, the the Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood set up, but like in the ones where uh, the, the abortion
0: clinics are not. Absolutely. We've had a good number of other municipalities reach out, and I will be going to them to uh, give testimony and guidance on how we did it what to expect from Planned Parenthood, what to expect from those opposed, as well as how best to message it, because we know this is the right thing to do. And it can be explained in a way that people can't agree with you, mm-hmm. but it, even if it seems like it's an aggressive legal theory, as well as to protect yourself against any suits or things like that but we have many municipalities, some in Warren County, some Butler. I think we've got uh, Hamilton Claremont looking as well. And it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 awesome. that's interesting. I'm, I'm, hopefully you'll keep us abreast of
2: everything that you're absolutely in resulting that uh, uh, around that, but that's, that's yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to make sure we touched on here. Uh, I know that you had a uh, city council member who resigned uh, amongst all of this. Can you tell us a little
0: bit about all that? Yes. So we are all elected nonpartisan, but our voter registrations are public, and you can use that as much as you want for political sorting. Uh, and this member, uh, her name is Krista Wyatt, and great public servant. She was a fire. F- Fighter within the community her mom's helped start the local food bank really loves the town Uh, we obviously have different political views and she had been kind of outvoted on a number of things we had expanded the recognition of concealed carry uh, within our city buildings Mm -hmm. and she was against that um, or not in favor of that uh, depending on how you ask, um, there was a push to add a uh, diversity board uh, w- under the city charter, and we did not agree with that. And then this uh, ban on the abortion procedures within the city limits apparently was enough for her to say that this she didn't want to be on the board anymore. That's unfortunate. I know there's people within the city that she was their representation. And I wish she would have stayed uh, for the rest of her term. Uh, I think there's a duty for that. And I wish she would have reached out to us on this vote before there. um, It came as a surprise that she was resigning on the the day of the vote. But what does that mean for that seat then? That means we will appoint that seat. According to the charter, we have 30 days from the resignation to fill the vacant seat, and we're going through the process right now of taking applications. We'll have executive session and select a member there to fulfill the rest of that seat, uh, which will then be up for election this November.
2: Okay. Okay. So they, they, they'll sit for a few months and then, uh, uh, potentially run for reelections or one, well, I, I don't know if you call it a reelection, but whatever right, uh, right.
0: For that seat or to keep
2: the seat. Yeah. Keep the seat. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
0: I um, think th- those are the legal words. They cannot use reelect, but they can say keep. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're coming up on time here and I, what I want to make sure to do is give you the, uh, the last, uh, word as far as what you want to talk about. Uh, how do you, uh, what, what do you have to say to our listeners about, uh, about what we've discussed here tonight or about this, uh, about this band, about what, what it means to be a public servant or what it means to uh, serve locally? Whatever, whatever you
0: want to say here at the end, I'm going to leave it up to you. I think it is incredibly honorable and important what this focus is about, getting involved on the local level where you know the people. And you really can, uh, even if it's Cincinnati, If you're the person that goes and works and does things, you will know those 20, 30, 40 people that are the ones getting things done and you will quickly become one of them. Uh, If you're in a small town, uh, Lebanon, Hamilton, Mason, uh, wherever, uh, Sycamore, Loveland, you can be one of the people that helps create the fabric of community. We need more soccer coaches, we need more volunteers, we need more people working our church festivals, and we also just need more boldness. We as a Lebanon City Council took a step out there, did something new uh, for the state of Ohio, but we did that with some guidance of others that took the steps. And that creates a cascading effect and bravery leads to more bravery. That being said, you can also know the type of anger that may follow from being out there subsides quite quickly while you've done something right and that'll stay. That's, that's an interesting point. That's, that's what I have. And I repeat my offer. If there's anyone that wants to get involved on the precinct executive, precinct chair, city councils, that type of work, please reach out to me. Uh, if they reach out to you, uh, Scott and Max please you can give them my phone number and the website is adammatthews.com with one t and search and vote Matthews or Adam Matthews on Facebook I'm right there and it's it is a lot of fun and you can see a real impact even on small things it's neat to see a park with benches that wasn't there before because it was a piece of uh, eroding ground, falling into a Creek, uh, that you've now bolstered and have a new park. It's, it's neat having that be where you live and having that impact. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 I de- it's definitely something
2: that we've seen in the work that we've been doing locally. Um, uh, just, just the time that it takes, the investment that it takes, but also the reward that you get from it. Cause, uh, to me, I mean, my, my big thing has been about building a community. And I think that's important. You got people that are looking out for each other, people who are like-minded. Uh, and I do know that, there, that we have listeners uh, who are involved yep. and uh, would like to know what it takes to get something done locally. And right. I think you have demonstrated that uh, uh, not only that it's possible, but how it's possible. And I'd I, I just I want to make sure to take the time to say, Adam, thank you so much for coming on, yeah. taking the time uh, uh, away from your family to speak to us. Uh, and uh, it's been this has been an incredible opportunity to, to really see the inner workings and, and, and see what is possible at the local level. So, uh, like I said, on behalf, of, on behalf of Scott and I, thank you so much for coming on. Um and um Adam did mention there uh, his website uh you say it again just I'm just I'm gonna make make you say it again just so that people hear it. Your website and your Facebook so people can go and check you out.
0: Yep, it's the website is www.adammatthews.com with one T. Uh the two T's get you the cheesecakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Facebook is you search vote Matthews or Adam Matthews and I'm right there.
2: Great, great. Awesome. So make sure you guys go and check him out. Make sure you check out his website, his Facebook. Uh, pay attention to what's going on in Lebanon because uh, these guys are not afraid to get out there and get stuff done. Yep. Uh, and thanks again for coming on and uh, hopefully we'll uh, get a chance to talk again and you'll keep us uh, up to speed on everything that you're doing across the rest of the state to, uh, to see if we can get this done uh, in other localities as well.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. This has been really enjoyable. Absolutely. Thank you so much.
1: So I hope you enjoyed the cancel conversation this week. I mean, Max and I, loved sitting and talking with Adam and we hope we underscore the importance once again of getting local and maybe a little bit of how to do that can't stress enough how important it is and how much of an impact you can have right here where we live thanks for listening again this week come back with us next week and we will get back into CRT part two if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe if you want to help spread the word please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too we're available on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, anchor and every other major podcast platform including youtube thanks for listening be sure to come back tomorrow so you can listen to this week's full episode Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to be a part of the show, reach out to us at canceledoutpodcast at gmail.com. Cancelled Out is produced, directed, edited, and mixed by Scott and Max. All sourcing information can be found on our show notes at Chronicles.org or in the link in the episode description on our site, CancelledOut.com. Cancelled Out is a Scott and Max production, copyright 2021.